Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Ask the Expert North Texas. I'm Kristen Diaz. And October is Spina Bifida Awareness Month, a time to celebrate the hundreds of thousands of people living with Spina Bifida. On today's Ask the Expert, we have Sarah Struey. She's the president and CEO of the Spina Bifida Association, joins me in the KRLD Zoom room. And Sarah, for our listeners who have never heard of this condition, can you please explain it for them? Sure. Spina bifida is a birth defect that occurs within the first four weeks that a woman's pregnant, so long before she even knows that she's having a child. It occurs when the spinal column doesn't um, close correctly and leaves a gap that exposes the spinal cord to to fluids um, that are there present during pregnancy. And as a result, a person is born with a spinal cord injury. Yeah, and and what kind of life can someone who's diagnosed with spina bifida have? Well, you know, until the 1950s, people with spina bifida typically perished um, early in their life. But in the 50s and 60s, with the advent of a shunt and clean intermittent catheterization, actually, people with spina bifida, people with spina bifida, could expect to lead a normal life. And many people with spina bifida are are doctors, they're attorneys, um, they're teachers, they're just about anything that you can imagine. Some use wheelchairs to get around because they may not be able to walk. Others might be able to walk, but um, for the most part, they lead a pretty typical life. They have a lot of challenges, obviously, um, but they are smart and they're caring, they're beautiful people. There's something that you guys call people who have spina bifida, it's a snowflake condition. What does that mean? Well, you know, a lot of conditions use that term, um, but in spina bifida, it really applies because two people can have the exact same lesion at the exact same place on their spine, but they will have totally different abilities with what they can do. Um, One person may not be able to walk and the other one may be able to. One person may have complete control of their bladder, whereas someone else may not, or their bowel. And um, so you just really, you don't know what you're getting with spina bifida until until you live it. And to be um, honest, a lot of people will say that it's a big bag of awesome in a lot of ways. So... Uh, approximately how many people does this affect or babies who have birth defects, what percentage usually come out with spina bifida? So it's a pretty small, it's a rare condition. Less than 200,000 people in the United States have it. Um, we estimate about 100 
66,000. CDC currently is doing some work on that very issue to see if we can come up with a better estimate. Um, so it's rare. It's one in about every 10,000 babies are born with it. So somewhere in the neighborhood of around 1,500 babies a year are born. But the thing that's changed is that life expectancy has changed. Adults live into their 70s and 80s now. It's it's pretty remarkable. It, now, there is something unusual. It does seem to kind of affect um, Hispanic families a bit more. Is there any reason to that? So we really don't know the reason for that, but you're correct. More babies are born out of the Hispanic population than any other population. Um, there are several theories around that. More research has to happen to truly understand. Um, some people have thought it had to do with diet because, you know, folic acid plays into um, whether or not a child has spina bifida. And some people have, have thought that perhaps diet could change, could have some reason behind that. Uh, not using wheat um, in their diet is a, um, a higher risk factor, I guess you'd say, because you're not getting enriched flour that actually is enriched with folic acid. So corn masa diets oftentimes um, were viewed, <clears throat> excuse me, as the a possibility of a reason for that. However, now uh, the largest producer of corn masa flour is actually voluntarily enriching it with, um, with folic acid. So it is available now um, for corn masa, but it could be a play of genetics and other environmental factors too. You know, there are a lot of things that um, CDC has identified as as some issues around having spina bifida, a birth affected by spina bifida. And a lot of it has to do with what goes on in that pregnancy early on. And so you know, the factors are um, still being explored and we really don't know the answer to that, but we do know that that actually does happen. Yeah, it is really interesting. Now, when we talk about this being detected early in pregnancy, um, is there anything that is available to mothers to help their babies in this? Because I understand there is no cure. Correct. Um, well, with the advent of um, in utero surgery, we are seeing uh, different kind of outcomes um, coming for children who've received the surgery where the, their lesion is closed while they're still in utero. Um, uh, we do know that those uh, children have fewer cases of hydrocephalus or are able to avoid shunting for longer periods of time. We also know that they may have a better mobility um, than, than kids who get the lesion closed after um, they're born. Um, it's still not widely available um, and not really regulated yet. And we still don't know long-term outcomes for that. That's still being studied, but it is holding a little bit of promise. Um, another interesting fact, um, it, it seems we are in Mental Health Awareness Month as well. And we just had Ment World Mental Health Day. Um, interesting fact I saw on your website were that kids and adults with spina bifida are at an increased risk of experiencing right. symptoms for depression and anxiety. Um, is, what's behind that? Well, there, there are several theories about that. Um, part of it is isolation. A lot of times, um, as I said, it's a rare condition. So people can go for years without meeting somebody who has spina bifida. So they, they never see anybody who looks like they do um, and or has the same challenges. And that can be isolating. And 
if you live in rural communities where public uh, transportation is easy, isn't easily available, then getting out of the house becomes a challenge for some people unless there's somebody who can take them someplace. If you're using a wheelchair primarily to get around, not everybody has access to cars that have been modified for them or has access to a bus that they can get on to go somewhere. So that means that people tend to be um, more dependent upon others for transportation and, and that can be isolating. Um, and there are some factors, um, you know, spina bifida starts with brain development when the brain and spine are developing together. So there's not a lot known yet about if that development has an impact on mental health as well. Um, and the other thing is trauma. To be honest with you, most people with spina bifida go through a multitude of surgeries before they're before they're even in school. And then by the time they're adult, they may have gone through 20, 30 or 40 surgeries. And that kind of trauma with your body has a long term impact on your mental health. Absolutely. You know, as we speak about um, trying to connect people with others. A lot of our listeners right now, they're maybe learning something new or maybe f actually feeling seen for the first time. Um, how how big of an issue is this for adults, actually? We're talking a lot about just the, the babies and the uh, that are yet to be born or, or, or pre, you know, kinder that they're going through these difficult situations, but a lot of adults are living with spina bifida. So I think the biggest challenge for our community is the fact that there's a health crisis that no one knows about. And that's adults with spina bifida can't get the kind of care that they need as adults. As children, they go to children's hospitals that specialize in putting the patient first. And they're cared for by a multidisciplinary team of, of people who know all the things that can affect someone with spina bifida and, how, and pretty much how to treat them. And the hospital system helps them to be able to coordinate the care that they need because it's a lot of care with a lot of different disciplines. When they transfer to the adult side of things, because children's hospitals can't see people after the age of 21 to 25, depending on the hospital system, and insurance won't pay if they go. So they have to transfer to adult care providers and that model isn't available on the adult side. And what happens is, you know, you and I go to a primary care physician and we coordinate our own care. Well, these people can't find primary care physicians that are even willing to treat them because and it's, you know, I don't want to put the onus on the primary care physicians, but they're complicated. They're not easy and their health cares are healthcare needs are. And as a result, these individuals, you know, can't find people to do the maintenance that they need just related to general life or with their spina bifida. And what happens is they get into a healthcare crisis and wind up in the emergency room. And that's where they get treated. And you know, that's costly. And not only that, it's, it's scary because I know people who have gone septic and died because of that. And so it's a healthcare crisis that our community and others are facing. These pediatric onset conditions get great care in childhood. And then that care falls away in the adult world because the expertise isn't there. And so that's, that's a really critical issue for this community. Well, I'm so glad that we were able to have a conversation like this to help bring awareness. What else can our listeners do if they wanna do more? Um, awesome. Come visit us.
Absolutely. And we, you guys are all the way out in Arlington, Virginia, right? We are, but we're on the web and we are also very active in social media. Um, you can find us at um, our website, which is spinabifidaassociation.org. Um, and just Google spina bifida and we come up. But come join us. Absolutely. That is Sarah Struey. She is the president of the Spina Bifida Association. Thank you so much for your time today and, uh, you know, letting us know a little bit more about, about Spina Bifida today. Thank you very much. All right. I'm going to end the recording right there. That was. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.